morning, everyone, and welcome to Legion of Myth live stream, episode 166, apparating on the 9th of June, 2018. Now with your mysterious ghost hosts, Alex Garthon Marsh and Brett Heathen Dog Grissom. That'd actually be a better intro for like Halloween. That would be. That would uh, be. You, yeah. you gotta put that in your pocket. Yeah, I I Save don't it. care. Temporal dates mean nothing to me. Once you've achieved oneness with the universe, I learned that through Yoga Trek. That that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. But uh, hello everyone. I'm uh, glad to glad to see you here, and I hope you're doing well. We got a good episode for you today. I got a couple of anime that are both animes and comic and video game related. It's great. Fantastic. Uh, what are those anime? Yeah. Code Realize Guardian of Rebirth was originally a uh, uh, a video game for the PS Vita, only in Japan. And uh, the Reflection is an anime that uh, that is uh, is endorsement and signed off by Stan Lee, and he even shilled for it for a lot. Well, you know, Stan Lee uh, likes money. He likes money, and and apparently he liked this thing so much uh, he. He put himself into it. <laughs> I liked it so much, I put my name on it. Because they paid me. All right. Uh, I got this comic pull. We're talking about Captain America, number 703. Red Sonja. Uh, Red Sonja 16. Ouch. I know. I'm kidding with you. And The Man of Steel, number two. Because there have been two issues of The Man of Steel. And we're going to talk yeah. about the second one. Gotcha. Because I missed the first one. Well, I read the first one, but I wasn't there that week. Understood. Duncan Otto says, I saw the Captain America cover and I'm looking forward to the review for all the wrong reasons. Oh, yes. Yeah, you should oh, be. oh, yes. It's going to be great. It's oh, going to yeah. be great. And then for our random number generator, uh, we're going to take a look at uh, Star Trek Online Victory is Life, the new, the fourth expansion, you said? Yes, it is the fourth expansion. The fourth expansion for Star Trek Online, and we're going to give you our thoughts on it. And we'll talk about what that entails when we get there. That's right. That's right. Don't want to spoil it. That's, that's nope. big stuff right there. That's right. As always, I give a special thank you to our top subscribers through Twitch, hey, Spectral Fire, through Patreon, uh, Baldahar, Sean Butts, Anelius, Nomdragur, Hicks206, Defected Zephyr, Dulane, this guy, oh, Bula, wow. da da da, Inazuma99, Deep Sea Dauber, and through Patreon, Sheriff's and Algarian. Thank you so much. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow. It's your support that helps us keep going. And as always, thanks for our donators. Uh, through Streamlabs, Baldahar, um, the Elder Revitalization Fund, He the Dog, the Level 99 Cat Girl Armor Lover, Spetchfire, Zenuda Gaming, through Cheery, through Twitch, Zontram, XXM, AK Zom, through PayPal, on 51 Max Zivlov, and through other video games, Baldahar. Wow, Baldahar, we do love you. Yeah. Big love. He loves us, we love him back. And a special oh, shout out to. Wind Silver Moon of Britannian Mining Company, BMC, of Stride of the Avatar fame, uh, for a $30 donation of in-game prizes. So, Heathen Dog, what prizes are those? Well, these prizes are as follows. 25 Kodos, which is uh, which is uh, in-game money bought with real money, mm. and uh, a crafted house, and an obsidian potion, all of which Elgarian will be giving away as prizes on his stream at the top of every hour. 
that so is that'll nice. be fun. Yeah, check that out, everyone. Definitely. Yeah, ju- just the in-game money itself was twenty-five bucks. It's it's, a, it's about a dollar a Kodo, which is yeah, like so crowns of the Avatar or something. I don't know. It's a it's it's an acronym thing. I don't I don't know it. But I'm going to pretend I do an act superior. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, do you even Avatar, bro? Do you, do you even Avatar? I don't I don't even Avatar, bro. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. It's your support that keeps us going. So uh, thank you, and you're to blame, not us. As always, make sure to like, subscribe, or comment. You can do so easily through Twitch, joining us live, uh, through our YouTube. Uh, not live. And live. We actually have YouTube live, too, so you can do that as well. Yeah, uh, you can tweet us at Legion Myth. You can even do that live. I might look at it. And through Discord, joining our group, through Amino apps. Go to Amino, look for Legion of Myth, and support on G2A. Cheaper than anywhere. All right. Also, the audio version of this is, of course, available through SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. All true. That is true. You can also support us by being cool through a Patreon subscription, a Streamlabs donation, directly through PayPal, getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. Uh, we'll talk about that later, of course. And cheering us through Twitch. Yay! Everyone likes being cheered. It's Every- true. It, it makes everyone feel good. Except not sarcastic. Actually, there are times it's not appropriate. You know, like, go, doctor, go! You know. It's not great during surgeries, you know. Sure. You know, bend that brainstem. Bend that brainstem. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. yay. That's not going to help oh, the time. Disarm that bomb. This. Disarm that bomb. <laughs> yeah. there, there are times cheering not helpful. Yeah, yeah, not helpful. But you know what? In entertainment business, it usually is. Yeah, yeah, there, you know, helpful, helpful. Yeah. So we're on the positive side of helpful. That's right. Unless it's something like, forget that line. You know, that ain't helpful. <laughs> then it's not helpful at all. All right. But as always, it's time to get that warm hug of safety around everyone. Oh, here we go. And remember, the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Avalanche, avalanche, woo. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> ah, see, a time, not, not, not a good time to cheer. But a good time to cheer is right now, folks. Put your hands together, put away together, then take them apart and put it back together again because that's how clapping happens. And right. applaud Heathen Dog's enemy on the stream. Yes, thank you, Garthon. Hello, everyone. Glad you can make it. I appreciate it. And our enemy on the stream today, we got two, uh, two flicks from Hulu. And like I said in the beginning, uh, they they both have a comic. One of them has comic, and one of them has uh, video game tie-ins. That, so that lady's upside get, down. What's happened? That lady is upside down. All ladies are upside down. Well, I mean, everyone else is right set up, but the lady's upside down. I don't understand it. Understand and the colors that's forgot her. That's the way it works. That that <laughs> you're looking at the cover for Code Realize: Guardian of Rebirth. Now, this uh, is set in an alternate universe, uh, sometime in the past. It is a it's a steampunk world, and uh, a bunch of literary figures uh, all exist for some reason at the same point in time, and they're all buddies. Uh, but it, it all it all comes back to this woman named Cardia, who is alone in a mansion, and uh, her father says that she's a monster and she has to stay away from all people because you know the monster thing, and you find out that she's a monster because uh, her flesh uh, secretes poison constantly. And see, they call it poison. I call it something else, but uh, we'll get to that. Let's go to the details first. Uh, directed by Hideo Yamato, 
written by Sakia Harada, music by Ryo Takahashi, Studios MSC, licensed by Funimation, original network, uh, like like all original networks in Japan, it's a laundry list. Uh, everyone gets everything, apparently. The original run was October 7, 2017 to December 23, 2017. 12 episodes and an OVA. And strangely enough, uh, usually the OVA is a separate thing on Hulu. But no, they just call it episode 13. Okay. Great. And of course, you can watch it on Hulu. Let's look at the main characters. Uh, the woman, the woman, the upset down woman, Cardia Beckford. She is the prospective protagonist. Now, there's probably a term for this. I just made that up. There's probably an actual term for this. It's it's a term where you're you're seeing the story through the character's eyes, but that character cannot lay claim to the protagonist role. Well, that'd be the narrator. Yeah, but she's she's not aware of the audience seeing everything through her eyes, That's and okay. she's not actually narrating anything. It's not like a diary or anything like that. She's, you know, in the in the moment, and we know the things that she knows. Duncan, so, he knows the term for that, but okay, it's a type of narration. All right. Now, uh, she's been told all her life, which she only remembers two years of, that she's a monster. All right. Now, uh, like I said, she secretes poison. Now, the anime calls Who doesn't? it poison. I call it uh, xenomorph acid because uh, it more burns through anything rather than kills you by stopping your heart or something how does she wear clothes she has special clothing oh fair enough made to that is that is resistant to it's like got uh rubber lined or something i don't know but it, they, they just they didn't explain it they, they, they but did you mention it that she has special clothing yes they do mention that she has special clothing that she wears not only to protect uh you know chairs and such but uh, also you know Otherwise, it's a whole different Japanese animation category. Exactly right. Exactly right. And she has gloves, of course, so she can hold food. Uh, she can only eat sandwiches because she can't put utensils in her mouth. And she can't drink without – she has to, like, spill stuff in her mouth rather than drink from a cup. She'll just burn the cup. Fair enough. Good. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, uh, she possesses something called a, hor- a horologerum. Wow. I still can't pronounce it. I've been trying all day. Uh, it's implanted in her chest. It's it's a it's a sequence of crystals implanted in her chest, and this keeps her alive. We find out she needs it for a living because uh, she doesn't have a heartbeat. The energy from this device is actually keeping her body animated. So that's like another step toward the monster thing. Uh, and it's a near infinite power source that her father. Uh, uh, Isaac Beckford created and plant, plant, implanted into her. And uh, because she was sequestered away, you know, ostensibly uh, to protect everyone else from her, she has very little social skills or has real trouble with human interaction because she's a nice person, really, and she doesn't want to kill anyone. So she tries to stay away from people as much as she can because... Uh, in, the, in the few times in flashbacks where she's had interactions with people, it never ended well. So it's, it's crap. Uh, in the in the group of the main core group of characters, she's the heart and soul type thing. You know, she's the conscience. You know, the the moral direction. All and right. uh, she is based on Frankenstein's monster. You know, uh, whereas uh, Frankenstein's monster in the original story uh, was was ostracized from humanity because of of its monstrous appearance. Uh, hers is more a necessity. You know, she, she looks like a beautiful woman and that's the rub. You know, people want to be around her, but she can't be around people because she 
kills them by you know laying a finger on them and it just burns through their body like crazy so yeah so she's apart from humanity just like the monster now let's go on to our next uh, arsene lupin lupin oh he actually is arsene lupin yes uh, the gentleman oh, thief uh, yeah. uh first written about in 1905 by a french by novelist a french dude named i don't remember named look it up real quick no, I got Maurice LeBlanc. Yes, Maurice LeBlanc. Thank you. And uh, it's it's the same as in the as in the book. A, a gentleman thief, a happy go lucky type guy. You you steal from the from the uber rich, and uh, you know he wouldn't steal from anyone who couldn't afford it. Uh, the more elaborate the crime, the better. You know he needed an ego boost to, to make it really cool. He's like he's half thief, half magician. The way he pulls off his uh, his uh, his stuff is it's very much like a. Uh, like the, that series that ended a few years ago, uh, Leverage. All right, yeah. Where where all of his heists are extremely elaborately planned and amazing amounts of showmanship, but it's all misdirection and illusion. Yeah. So yeah, he he makes getting getting stolen from like an event. You know. <laughs> so so that the people are like, oh yes, I've been I've been robbed, but by God, oh my golly, good show mate, good show. Now he stole Cardia from her home right before uh the british royal forces were to collect her that's impressive because uh, the head of british intelligence finnis that's his uh code name you don't find out his real name for a while uh wanted her and he knows that finnis is up to no good uh he he and the core group found is it out that finnis or finney it, it could be could be finney but i can't do that because i'm american and i can't i can't Frenchify myself like that. Can't do it. This stream has no love for the French. Anyway. I think France right. is fine. No, you don't. You, you hate France too. Shut up. All right. Now, uh, he steals her, uh, you know, to get her away from his enemy at first. But, you know, being around her and, you know, uh, she makes she makes the everyone's day better because she's genuinely a, uh, not, not just a good person, but... Uh, happy and, and uplifting she's you know she's an up lady and you know he likes being around her so does everyone so you know throughout the series he grows closer to her and you know becomes protective of her now of course like i said this he's based off the 20th century fictional character and almost like a direct ripoff from the from the novel i mean i i, I read some snippets and yeah okay that's 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 how they wrote him in the anime same as the book now, well, I wonder if he's any relation to Lupin the Third, because those are both anime. They are, yeah. And but Lupin the Third in the anime is the ancestor or the uh, descendant, descendant of Arsene Lupin. Right. Now let's uh, let's head on over to our next. Uh, our ne now I put I did, instead of making four slides for these guys, they, these are all the supporting cast. They're, like I said, the, the core group, uh, Lupin and and the, these four guys were the core group, and then Cardia comes in after the. They look like steampunk so. hipsters. These these are uh, these are little uh, uh, electronic cards that are lifted from the video game. No, I get that, but the characters look like steampunk hipsters. Yes, it is a, it is a huge steampunk thing. I'm going to get into that at the end. But uh, we have uh, Van Helsing, Abraham Van Helsing. Uh, in this in this universe, he's the hero of the Vampire Wars. He uh, he you know he's a vampire murdering machine. He loves it. Well, that that's that's his rep. He Everyone needs a hobby. That's his rep. And Finnis, I'm going to say Finnis. I'm not going to say Finney. Uh, 
betrayed him. Now, the reason he fought in the Vampire Wars to begin with was because the head of British intelligence kidnapped his family and threatened to kill them if he didn't kill as many vampires as possible. And so he did. Wouldn't you just want to kill vampires because they're vampires? I don't think you would need additional Well, no, motivation. no. In, in this world, in this world, the, the, the vampires aren't murder machines. They are in most worlds. Okay. They're just like hanging you know, out. They're, they're stronger and faster than humans. And, and they do drink blood, but they don't have to drink human blood. They can drink blood of animals. And they're, they're modern vampires. So they usually do drink blood of animals. And, you know, they, they, the one thing that they did keep from, uh, from, other, from other genres are their uh, elitist and noble nature so they wouldn't you know base them you know debase themselves by being low and stalking the alleyways and stuff fair enough know, for for prey and then we have victor frankenstein 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 he's the former royal alchemist for uh, for england uh and he made he made lots and lots of medicines and creations to benefit uh the the, the country in, including uh uh, some kind of uh, steampunk fuel, apparently, because everything's run. Everything's run on magic fuel that never exhausts itself. Uh, one of his creations, he created by accident. He was uh, he was trying to create something, and he created this by accident, and it was the most virulent uh, poison ever known. And he's like, "Well, I gotta nix this." But uh, the uh, you know the the military higher ups found out about it and said, "Whoa, whoa, where are you going with that?" Yeah, yeah, and and used it uh, to help uh, to help secure their victory in the vampire wars, and it was used to mass murder just tons of folk, and so he quit in disgust, and now now he's in this group against the you know against all, all right. that nonsense, and then we have uh, I Impy Barbicane. I hope I'm hope I'm saying that right, uh, genius engineer, and uh, he's lifted straight from the Jules Verne novel. Yeah, I was gonna say I know that name. Yeah, he lifts it straight from the from the uh, Jules Verne novel from the Earth to the Moon, and uh, that's what he wants. He wants to go to the Moon, and he, they just lifted it from from the book. It's like they lifted all the character. characters from somewhere. They did. They did. Every single one is a which is still is, interesting to do. I, and there's a yeah, nice Victorian feel yeah, to all yeah. of it. Yeah. And then we have Saint Germain. Uh, he's the patron of the group. He's he's the money. All right. Uh, he's he has he gives them safety you know, a hideout to hide in while they, while they plot their grand schemes against the empire. And, uh, and he funds all of, um, all of their missions. All right. Now he has his own agenda for doing this, but at the, you know, everyone understands that, but they also understand at the moment our, you know, our stars are aligned. So. Duncan Idaho says public domain, the anime. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Public domain, the anime. It's, it's love bananas. it. It's bananas. Uh, now, uh, St. Germain is lifted from a, uh, uh, novelizations back to 1978, I think. Uh, he's portrayed as a 4,000-year-old vampire. And he's not not in this anime. He's not. But, again, another another literary figure. All right, now let's see what we got here. Uh, we have uh, Finnis. There we go, main antagonist, Finnis. Uh, the head of England's secret intelligence organization, Twilight. Now, in the video game, it was called something else. But they decided for the anime to rename it Twilight. That happens. Uh, he has a plan that goes against the crown. Wait, that's a he? That's a guy. Yep. 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 Okay. Moving uh, on. Uh, he used uh, he used uh, his his connections and his status during the uh, during the Vampire Wars to gain more power over the uh, over the military structure. 
of England in, in readiness to enact his own plans for England. And, uh, you know, he, so he used his, used, uh, his ability to, to, uh, kidnap people and hold people for ransom to, to get Helsing to, you know, kill all the vampires and to have, uh, Frankenstein's potion be, uh, be absconded by the, by the military. And he took credit for all that. So it elevated his position to get him in the proper position for him to do what he's going to do. I'm not going to tell you his whole plan because, you know, watch the anime. But uh, yeah, uh, he seems to know more about cardio, cardio, huh, cardia, and the uh, and the horologram that she carries in her chest than well, anyone else. Well, cardio refers to heart, and you said her heart was replaced. Uh, horo horology is time and clocks. Yes. Uh, logrium record of something like that. Record of time, something mm. like that. Could be. Or uh, you know, uh, endless time, something like that could be. I don't know, something like that, because it, it's supposed to. It's supposed to the ever beating heart. Oh, that's why. Is, yeah, ever right, beating cool. heart is, is one of its uh, is one of its nicknames. Uh, and and this thing seems to be integral to his plan. So getting Cardia is like step one. Step two is, and step three is profit. Excellent. Yes. So now uh, now we're going to the backdrop, London. London, England, and as you can see from this picture, go ahead and make it make it full screen so everyone can see because because there's a lot lots of intricate detail. Now gears uh, in, in steampunk are very important. Miscellaneous and gears the, everywhere. Miscellaneous gears. No everywhere. safety shields over them either. No, no, and and what you can't see in a still in a still picture, obviously, is all these gears move, are in constant motion. Oh, that's cool. Uh, the big ones very slowly, the smaller ones more quickly, but uh, visually stunning is 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 the key to uh when, when you're when describing the backdrop of this anime visually stunning uh all of the airships are are are, are jet powered dirigibles and and uh they have ornithopters and and just, just, they're all they're all beautiful yeah sounds all cool. beautifully done now let's go back to the regular now what did i give it i gave it two and a half stars oh okay now i'm gonna tell you why because it for, wasn't for, awesome for, it was, you know, it was just, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Now you sound like me. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, but I give it two and a half stars. You give, you give something three, three stars when you say it's fine. That's not true. It's absolutely true. You also said it has awesome and amazing. Yeah. One aspect of it was awesome and amazing. Just saying. And then another aspect of it sucked. Just saying. So, uh, pacing was, pacing was good. I mean, there weren't any slow spots. Uh, every, every episode had a point. Every episode had, had all the structure it needed and all the episodes together created, uh, on whole series arc excellent you know and uh, i didn't feel like i had to fast forward through any of it that's great. great the steampunk atmosphere like i said awesome beautifully rendered beautifully done uh utilized expertly uh to enhance the story when needed it was great uh the action was crisp there wasn't a whole lot of it i mean it's it's a it's a story-based anime so the action is uh few and far between but when it is there it's 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 very succinct and and very very uh, uh well done now what i didn't like about it uh, this is the opposite of the steampunk atmosphere basically it cancels it out uh the cast doesn't fit i mean they have all these different literary creations that in their own right are awesome thrown together with no reason why and they don't fit they don't fit i mean uh they act chummy 
you know, in the in the anime itself, you know, they're they are a group. They work together, but th- thematically wise, they don't fit, and it's apparent throughout the entire thing. It's just off. Yeah. Right. And the dialogue uh, between the characters is childish, whereas the anime itself, the themes and the animation itself is is adult, you know, a, adult oriented. You know, the, it, it, obviously you can look at the pictures and know that it's not a child's child's cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and the, all of the themes that it addresses inside the anime also not childish, and yet the dialogue, the actual written written script is dumbed down really really bad and i don't like it you probably remember the old days like going to suncoast video like you animate vhs tapes and they'd have to have stickers on them saying not for children right like akira (laughs) it's like no get that for tommy little 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 four-year-old tommy will love akira ah watch him scream all night it burns my eyes yeah and one of the characters was named herlock sholmes oh that's so awful now i don't know why they did that they didn't do it for anyone else, and Sherlock Holmes is also free use. So I don't get it. Is he? Yes. Is he public he is. domain? Public domain. Hmm. Interesting. Absolutely. I looked it up, made sure. Public domain. That's just sad. <laughs> That's just so sad then. I don't know. It was just stupid. So all in all, it came out to average out to be completely average. Alright. Sounds average. There you go. Now, our next anime is the reflection. Now, this is based in a world that three years prior, there was a mysterious event called the reflection. It was like a, a, lights, a green light energy and, and black smoke descended from the sky all over the world. And some people were touched by it. And they, when they were, they developed, they either died or developed superpowers. That sounds exactly like the intro to wild cards. Okay. I believe it. Just I mean, it, 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 it sounds derivative. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the beginning uh, of wild cards, these aliens dropped a whole bunch of, uh, they look kind of like playing cards all over the entire Earth. True. And everyone who touched one got affected by it. Most of them were like uh, Ace of Spades or something. No, were, were black cards. If you got a black card, you just died. Oh. So half the Earth just died. Um, well, if, if they touched it. What about people who didn't do, who don't oh, touch Oh, no, they would actually pass through solid objects to touch people. Oh, okay. Um, and then if... Because you had no, you couldn't say, "Hey, pick up a card to get trying." Because if you got like a, like a king, or you got superpowers, you got it, got an ace, you got like the like Superman level superpowers. If you got a Joker, you got like really stupid superpowers. Like there's one guy who has an arm for a very small arm for a nose. You know, just wow, it's a a superpower, but they're usually ridiculous, uncomfortable. Yep. All right, got it. So, but some people, if you guys got a normal number card, they were fine. But have right. black card, you just die. Right. Gotcha. So it sounds very, very similar to that. All right. A wild well, card let's, is let's very old. Take a look at the details. Uh, directed by Hiroshi Nagahama, written by Yasuyuki Suzuki. Nice. Uh, music by Trevor Horn. I like Trevor. It sounds Studio nice. Dean. That's right. And licensed by Crunchyroll. That's right. Crunchyroll licensed it. I swear. Okay. Original network was uh, NHK Group. Uh, original run was July 22nd, 2017 to October 7th, 2017 for 12 episodes. And you can see them obviously on Crunchyroll, but also on Hulu. How nice. Yes. Now let's take a look at the main characters. Eleanor Evans, another perspective protagonist again. Yes. Again, where she, you see, you see the, the, uh, the story through her eyes, through her knowledge, but she's not the main character. 
she's introduced in the first episode as an Exxon stalker. I'm going to get to Exxon in a second. And, uh, uh, you know, just a, 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 a I don't want to say private investigator, amateur investigator. And uh, this this Exxon guy is like a secretive superhero, and she wanted to track him down and figure out his deal. All right. Well, he was impressed because she did find out quite a bit about him. So he decides to to use her to uh, to try and find his target, uh, an evil genius bad guy named Wraith, whom he can't find. No one can find information on this guy. And uh, her power, because she was she is she is one of the reflected. Uh, her power, short-range teleportation. She can teleport to anywhere she can see. In line of sight. That's the old Alice Cooper song. Reflected, just so you know. Yes, thank you. Now, speaking of Exxon, which I did, let's take a look at him. He's a Batman-type hero. Uh, but his suit, as you can see, and Garthon will back me on this, there was a version of Scott Summers after he killed... Yeah, the he looks Earth. a lot like the evil Cyclops suit. Yeah, the evil, where you've got the X on his face, evil Cyclops. Yeah, that, that's the first thing I, I thought of when I saw that. Uh, he is an expert hand-to-hand -hand co combatant and detective. Again, more more Batman. Uh, he's been trying to find this Wraith cat to discover what his main plot is because he's discovered a couple things about this Wraith guy. One, he's a behind-the-scenes supervillain wannabe. And two, he's got some pretty big heavy-hitter villains acting as his lieutenants. So he's got to be the real deal. Only no one can find anything on him. All right. So he's been digging. Now, his power is the awesomest power ever. Uh, think of the uh, first season of uh, that superhero show that was really good only for one season. Oh, my uh, gosh. I can see the logo in my head. I can't remember. I know. I can't remember it either. I'm blanking on it. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's not Supers. It's not Crisis. It's... Nope. Anyway, anyway. Uh, we're, not Gifted. Uh, it's not Touched. You know, the, the, the main character has the ability to steal, to, to copy the powers from other people. Yeah. That, he was in, like, season two or three, though. Oh no, he's in season one as well. He just he just wasn't good at it until season two. Save the cheerleaders, but, save the world. Exactly right. Heroes. Heroes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how advertising works. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, he has a power of permanent power duplication. If he touches someone with powers, he can permanently duplicate their powers in himself. And there goes Elgarian coming to Heroes. Thank you, Elgarian. Thank you, Elgarian. I appreciate it. So, you know, that, I think that's the best power ever. That's pretty dang convenient. As, as long as there's a lot of superpower people in the world. And as long as you don't get, like, like actually copy powers, like, now everything you touch melts. Well, damn it. Well, if the other person can control it, so can you. Well, so what if they can't? Then you're in trouble. Then you're boned. Yeah. All right. Next we have Eye Guy. Complete Iron Man ripoff. Just ripoff. Do all these guys' names start yeah. with a letter? All these guys are all ripped off. Just out of the gate, yes. Well, you just say Stan Lee was involved, right? Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. Stanley hasn't uh, been original since about 1970. Yeah, 75, maybe. Eight? Nah, I'm thinking like two. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, uh, before the reflection, Ian Isaac, which is his real name, was a one-hit wonder artist from the 80s. He had one hit. It was Sky Show. But it was so good that it funded him throughout the 90s and the early aughts, and now it's caught on in Europe. <laughs> to where, to where it's like a, it has like a cult following in Europe, so, and, and they use it for commercials and stuff. So, so he's, so he's Rick Astley. Yeah, basically, yes, yes, and he's got royalties <laughs> coming in from all over the world all Never the time. So he's still rich. Up. So Sorry. he's still rich. Now, uh, uh, he's been struggling to try and get get back in the spotlight, but he can't make a comeback. 
after he becomes reflected, he decides to make a comeback using an alter ego, this eye guy cat. Hey, why not? And uh, whenever whenever eye guy is flying, because of course the suit flies, uh, it it automatically plays his song Sky Show, out speakers throughout, so everyone can hear it. So that's kind of fun. Narcissistic, yes, but so is Tony Stark. So suck it. And he's also an alcoholic. Yes, just like Tony Stark. Wow. And his power is sonic manipulation. See, he can't sing anymore because whenever he sings, he has to bring his voice to a certain to a certain pitch. It automatically activates his powers. Oh, okay. And his power is very destructive. Now, somehow his power makes his armor go, but it doesn't explain how sonic powers do that. Well, you just get a piezoelectric converter that transfers uh, vibration into electronic I electric guess energy. Yes, it didn't explain that. It just says it does. Reasons. I, I just explained it. There you go. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, what we got here? We got the the bad guys. These are this is one of the wraith lieutenants, Flaming Fury. Is that a girl? I didn't name. That's a girl. All right, good. She's on Nausic and steroids. I'm but all confused it's now. It's a girl. Uh, she's she's uh, brash, you know, because she's a fire user. So they're all brash. That's how it works. Uh, she loves carnage and violence. She gets she gets off on it. She loves uh, terrorizing people and, and creating chaos. Her power is fire manipulation and generation. That's so always nice. She actually uh, covers the top part of her body in flame, like a flaming sheath. She can create flaming wings to fly, and she can project flames from her eyes, from her hands. Uh, it's and these things are hot. I mean, it's super destructive. If she can melt, she can melt steel. That's nice. Readily. It's nice work if you can get it. Yeah. And next we have Steel Ruler. That's, that's not I that scary. I mean, that's that sounds... no, 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 no. Another Wraith Lieutenant. Uh, she is the opposite of a Fury. She is very cool, calculating, but she's vicious and not afraid to kill folk just for no reason. It's like it's like something used on a construction site. No, uh, metal manipulation, what I mean is she can manipulate metal. Uh, no, no, that's really powerful. A steel ruler yeah. is something I use on a construction site so to map yes, out how far something is. but the way is. she uses it, she can turn it into a missile. Oh, yes, I, I get it. Shoot it through the air with the well, power then of be, mind. Then be steel queen or something. Yeah, I know, I know. But or ruler steel... as in ruler of steel as I in I know, but yeah. a steel ruler is a tool. Like I, don't, I understand. You I don't understand. call yourself claw hammer because you're strong and you have claws. They're just going to look at you and think you're you you're there for the construction job. I get it, dude. I get it. I know. I didn't name saying. him. I didn't name him, I swear. And the only one, the only bad guy with a good name, Wraith. The big bad. The guy behind the curtain. Uh, it looks he, like something from said, a 70s show. The whole thing is something from a 70s show. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, now, he says he plans to change the world so the reflected will rule it because the reflected are all second-class citizens and, and you know, re reflected is, is the new black. That does not so, sound like the plot from X-Men at all. No, doesn't sound like it at all. It totally is. Yeah, he's a behind-the-scenes type villain. He doesn't even He doesn't even make an appearance until the third to last episode. He's all manipulating, stringy, behind-the-curtain type thing. His power is dark force manipulation. Uh, he can create shadow, create darkness. He can fire bolts of dark force energy out of his hands. He can create solid constructs out of pure darkness. Stuff like that. I hate to say this, though. I really do dig his costume. I actually costume, really like that. It does have that late 70s, early 80s bad guy mojo it. To it. it really does. I really like yes. the, the W with the ring around his head. I don't know why. I just yeah, that's, That calls cool. to yeah. me. Yeah, it talks I to you right Love here. it. I'm going to that to work. let's get to all what we've all been waiting for. Mr. Mystic, the shameless self-promotion of Stanley himself. 
That's right. He's a villain. Why? Because you can't say no to this guy. Fair enough. You don't. His power, he is a psychic. I'm not going to give you any more details. La, 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 la. Not going to do it. You got to watch it. He looks a lot like the funky Flash Man. Who was a parody of Stanley that Jack yep. Kirby did when he went to DC. Yep. Yeah, he is a... Uh, I'm not going to say that his character is cool, but I'm going to say it's eh, probably cooler than he ought to be. <laughs> right. Now, the next couple slides are, 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 are GIFs, and I want you to see the animation of this thing. All right, let's get... Right. Now, this is late 70s, early 80s style with us with a splash of heavy metal thrown in. You know they're they're light on detail, but but heavy on on making sure that uh, that that bodies are the same, you know, like a realistic realistic movement that you get from heavy metal. Yeah. But uh, as as you can see, all the details for the energy and and as something goes away, it gets less and less defined. Like when you see him get kicked away, I chose this for a reason. Right now he's he's really defined. Really, bam, boom. See that he's on the wall. Yeah, and, he gets real. Yeah. Yeah, he gets trying. real vague with the with the uh, with the detail as he as he flies away. Now our next one, uh, you see uh, the the uh, camera flashing from the from the camera crew. It's just little balls blipping in and out. You know they're very minimalist in the whole thing, just like the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, cartoons. They, they were very, very minimal cartoons and stuff. Exactly, and that's exactly what they were going for. Yeah, to save money. So the whole thing is like that. The whole thing is like this. So I want everyone to be ready for that when they, when they actually see this. Now, what did I give it? I gave it three stars. Okay, this is why. All right. Uh, what I liked about it, the not just the comic style, but a comic story. Yes, there's comic style animation, but the story itself was very, you know, golden age type comics. You know, the you had your good guys, you had your bad guys. It was black, it was white. The good guys not only had to... Uh, surmount the bad guy's plot but they also had one uh one personal flaw that had to overcome along the way to be to be strong enough to defeat the big bad at the end you know it's classic it's classic story structure i get it uh all the main characters are fully realized because of this because you had that classic story structure the main characters had that obstacle that personal obstacle they had to overcome as well as the outside obstacles of the bad guys uh, they get they get fleshed out, and you get the, you get a lot of their backstory either in flashbacks or in retellings uh, by people around them. So you know uh, everyone everyone seems three dimensional. All all the all the main characters are three dimensional because of it. that's nice. And the story itself was pretty good. I mean, it had a twist at the end that that I didn't see coming right away. Only oh, I saw it right before it happened i was like is this gonna be it is there you go yeah so i didn't see it coming it didn't telegraph it a mile away so that was good now what i didn't like about it the 70s style animation does not uh translate to high quality action scenes now this is a comic book anime so there's lots of fighting now with this style of animation that the fighting is not crisp it's not and I understand that that was a stylistic decision. It was probably a cheaper decision. Perhaps so. But uh, it did not lend well to the action sequence. And in a in a comic book anime, that's a lot of it. That's a lot of the sequences. They're action. That's how it works. So, eh. And Stanley M. Knighted himself. I, his character was not necessary. So I can only imagine 
uh, his participation. Uh, well, he's the master of cameos. That's why yes, he's in there. His participation uh, rested on him getting shoehorned into the story somehow. And that's exactly what his character felt like. It was shoehorned in. It's not necessary at all. Unlike in uh, Big Hero 6. Unlike in Big Hero 6, yes. Or in every Marvel, Marvel well, it was, it, yeah. Well, it was really cool seeing Big Hero Six. It was unexpected. It was yeah. a funny scene. So, so for that, I took it down. But overall, it was good. Oh. Overall, I liked it. I, I have to recommend it. It's only it's only twelve episodes. You're not going to lose a lot of time doing it. And if you like comics, especially you know comics from the '70s and '80s, you're going to like the look and feel and the story structure of this anime. Oh, very cool. There it is. Oh, thank and you. There's my anime on the stream. As thank always, you very much for watching. Yeah, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, or comment upon his review if you agree or if you don't, and you should. But you can all, and also other suggestions for anime. Um, yes, I yes. mean it has to be on Hulu or Netflix or both. Yes, and I haven't reviewed it yet, and I'll review it. Uh, we already had one from Sheris. Uh, he's a he's a Discord uh, Discord subscriber and a Patreon supporter. So very nice. I had to do it. Uh, you could do Tiger and Bunny. That's a superhero anime. That is, and that is on Hulu, right? Netflix. Netflix, okay. I have seen it. I, I, we'll see. We'll, uh, yeah. uh, if you want more, uh, Heathen Dog, you can check out his past streams and, and video playthroughs on YouTube, his anime RPG segments, his team-ups in Warframe and Star Trek Online with Garthon. That's me. Oh, oh, special note. Uh, Portal 2 was 25% off today, and I pulled oh, the trigger Oh, there you go. Looking so forward to that. there'll be another team up there with Elgarian pretty soon. That'll be awesome. Yes. I look forward to watching that and mocking you. I mean, helping yeah, you solve definitely. the puzzles. Well, you'll do both. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. <laughs> Elgari says, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big cheers all around. Uh, check out his past streams. They're fun. You could... <laughs> if you look for one that's actually not listed here, you could actually watch a little bit of Heathen Dog Soul Die, which is just great entertainment. Stop it. <laughs> Still got to poke that bear. And also make sure to check out his streams Monday at 8 p.m. Central, where he's doing Soma. Right. Isn't that a drug? No. Okay. It is not. It looks creepy. Uh, for anyone anyone who doesn't know what Soma is, it's a it's a uh, first person uh, horror suspense video game, uh, very much like Amnesia series and Outlast. So uh, Baldar suggested it because he loves seeing me, you know, scream like a little girl. Yeah. Yeah, and, and cry. Yeah. Yeah, and cry a little bit. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. No, no, my, I will not cry. My eyes are sweating. That's right. That happens. Yes. Cutting yep. too many onions while playing exactly. the game. Yep. Thank you very much, Heathen Dog, for your review. As always, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment to Heathen Dog's anime reviews and let us know what you think. Thank you. Now, everyone, it is time. Garthon's Comic Poll! Garthon pulls comics. Garthon pays for comics. Garthon takes comics home. Garthon reads comics quietly by himself. Garthon thinks of comics. Garthon tells you about comics. I didn't do that's that's the kind of process. Garthon needs to streamline his process. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta pay for them. All right, let's talk. All right, you might remember that a couple episodes ago, last episode, I talked about D bags in Marvel. You did. Just want to mention that. Do you dream of comics sometimes, Elgarian? Sometimes. Catch American number 703 is written by Mark Wade, whose end of writing on the series cannot come soon enough. Uh, the art is by Leonardo Romero with Alan Davis and Mark Farmer. 
Uh, colors are by Jordi Belair with Irma Knivilla. Yes, that is how it's spelled on the website and in the comic book. Okay. Co- covers by Michael Cho. Is the K silent? I have no idea. It's seems not, like it should be. It seems like it should be. It was not in Knievel. There's way too many eyes in that name. That cat's got to be made I up. I don't know. That's. I thought it was a misspelling, but I looked in two places. It's spelled the same. All right. On the, look on the cover. It's spelled that way in the cover. I, right, right, I, I don't know. Good coloring right. job. So what is going on here? Oh, well, first of all, I want to say... <laughs> Doug says, Oh no, the non-conformist person being held back by the uniform soldiers and authority. Will he find self-actualization time to stop the bad guys? Find out in any given teen sci-fi dystopia drama. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Uh, where to begin? Where to, okay. Mark Wade can write one Captain America story arc. It involves a man out of time, a dystopian future, an evil bad guy who's ruining everything, and the lone voice who can save them. So that's what's happening here. Oh, gosh. I don't know how to... All right. The art sucks. I'm saying that okay. now. The just art is... Off the bat. Just the art get, that out, get it out there. Cards um, on the table. I have friends who currently are professional tattoo artists, and they are fantastic. And they were doing better than these artists. Not the colorists, but they're doing better than the artists. They were their freshman year of high school. So unless wow. these guys drew this comic for free in between their math and science classes, there's no excuse for art this bad. All right. It lacks detail. It lacks perspective. Um, it's muddled. They can't even draw a different perspective line. The framing of a seed is, well, we're talking to this character, center of the screen, center center frame. You know, it's everything is really, really dull to look at. And really mm-hmm. obvious. On the positive side, everything is clear. There's never any confusion of what's going on, but thinking that every scene is so boring, you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um the storyline is trying to be clever and also trying to make a statement. Um, in the last issue, you can't you can't do both those things well. That's right. In the last issue, this dude, whose name is Steve Rogers, who is the descendant of uh, Captain America, okay, is trying has found out that his perfect society is actually really messed up. He starts figuring all this out when. The cure that is based off the super soldier serum that's supposed to make everyone healthy doesn't work on his son. Uh, through his investigations, he finds out that that's because the the uh, serum, the watered down serum everyone's given nowadays to be perfectly healthy and everything, is actually full of Cree uh, sleeper agent DNA. Not awesome. DNA, but basically when you get it, the Cree, if you have a long enough exposure, can hit a button. And turn you into a Kree sleep agent. Just my... Flip your switch. Right. The final versions coming around soon. The Kree are like, hey, we'll be able to start a new process and have a whole planet of super soldiers. Because the Kree were never able to take over Earth, so they decided to develop a long-term plan sure. to turn everyone into Kree. Smart. Honestly, yeah. that's actually kind of smart. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, kudos. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Give Mark Wade credit on that. That's pretty good. So, well, no, I, I give the Kree credit. I don't want to <laughs> So, he figures this out. And he also figures out, he thinks that Captain America disappeared, 
in a fight with the Red Skull over the Cosmic Cube underneath Washington, D.C. So he goes to the ruins of Washington, D.C. under D.C. because no one ever bothered ever like walking around there before. Yeah. And sees a giant Cosmic Cube. He's like, oh, he must be tra- someone's trapped in there. He cracks it open and out walks the Red Skull. Oops. Oh, no, okay. Can I put him back? I want to I wanna redraw. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, crap. Uh, so Red Skull in this issue starts beating the crap out of this dude. It's like, Rogers, Steve Rogers. He's like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I was like, no, wait. No, no, I'm not really him. I'm just answer. And basically. I just play him on TV. It's like, no, it's just, I have the same name. I'm a descendant of his. And basically right now, he's like, I just want to take a skill. like, ah, I just want to take over the, the world. Goose step, goose step. And he's like, well, you know, scroll, you know, you know, Skelly, that's a great plan. Mm-hmm, sure. Take over the world is great. Someone's already doing that right now. Yeah, yeah, someone beat you to it, buddy. Someone of impure alien blood is doing that right now. He's like, ah! Impure alien blood? Got the fever! And so he actually still, from his exposure of being kind of trapped in that Cosmic Cube... Cosmic Cube thing? Yeah, actually still has Cosmic Cube powers right now. Oh, super. They're fading away and he knows it. But he's like, well, guess what? If I want to take over America, I got to kill a bunch of Kree. Sure, why not? Yeah, So his plan is... He's like, you know what? I can't beat the Kree because right after they figured out, after they know that we found out their plot, uh, they're full. The Kree have figured that since they aren't going to have time to implement their plan to turn Earth into their slaves, mm-hmm. uh, they can't, don't want to fight Earth, especially now that everyone is a super soldier, essentially. Well, super soldier light. Yeah, super soldier light. But hey, that's a whole planet of them. That's yeah, a little too many. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they've decided they're just going to blow up the whole damn planet. So it's like a whole whole planet of people who are like Batman level athleticism. Right. It's like, yeah, we're not dealing with that crap. It's a problem we kind of help create, so we're not. Oops, our bad. We're not gonna deal with that, so they're just gonna go and blow the whole planet up. Yeah, fair. Yeah, not a bad. Honestly, okay, that that's Plan B. Yeah, that's plan, always B. plan B. <laughs> uh, but while he's doing this, Red Skull is killing everyone, all the Kree, because he can. Sure. And then, like, he's, he's still trying to figure out how at the end to, uh, to, like, get rid of Red Skull. He'll have to figure that out at some point. He's not sure when. But it ends with the cryptic line of, because uh, Steve Rogers ends up, the bearded dude, ends up beating up the Kree general who everyone thought was human until they wipe the face paint off him and he's blue. Apparently, all, even in the future, it's all it takes to some... Yeah, some peach no, colored face paint. You're you good. got a little, eh, you got yeah. a little thing right here. Yeah, apparently yeah. nothing. Oh, it never wiped God. off ever, never. Yeah, so yeah. So basically, at the end, is with we can still beat you. My son can beat you. That weakling, but he, he is the key pursuer. You can hide something else. So that's gonna save us, and that's where it ends. Basically, I guess they're gonna hint that his son isn't really his son. It's a perfect clone of the original Captain America, and he's gonna. They're gonna turn him into capture i don't know it's gonna be dumb <sighs> well yeah i don't want to i don't want to say perfect clone he could be could be just a, a genetic throwback that does happen i guess but even then why do you even need the red skull involved in the storyline it's it's a whole bunch of who cares type stuff put together on top of bad art i can't recommend it i don't like it i'm only buying it because I'm waiting for the next series and I don't feel like canceling it for now. And I need something to complain about, honestly. Mm. You know. So, uh, yeah, don't buy Captain America number 7 with 3. Uh, oh, uh, what do you got for stars? What was it? What do I have for stars? Oh, let's, let's press the it button. Sounds, sounds like a 1.5 or 2, but... Where'd it go? 
Show my star. Ah, it didn't work. I had a key set up. All right, going back. Show them stars. Ready? 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 Bam. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. I can't Beautiful. recommend it in any way. The art is so bad. I mean, <laughs> so, so bad. I... I could have done the art for this book. I'm just saying. I'm not that better good. Better or of equal level? Of equal level. Wow. Not better, but of equal level, I could have done it. Zero professional training, you know, but at least I know how to draw perspective because they taught me that in junior high. That's true. They All did. Right. They, I had to do the line at first and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so. So, so you're saying these people would have benefited from going back to the drawing board and doing that line first? I'm just saying that my art teacher, Mr. Helmstetter from uh, high school, would be very disappointed in them and tell them it's not their best work, and he knows they could do better. <laughs> that's, too, that's too much Helmstetter. He's my friend on Facebook. All right. <laughs> Red Sonia, number 16, from Dynamite Comics. Uh, written by Amy Chu and Eric Burnham. Uh, art by Carlos Gomez. Colors by Mohan. Oh, wow. He's, why? Just, he's, he's the Madonna of colors. I don't know why so many colorists are like Hi-Fi, Low-Res, Mohan. Colorists just only need one name. Yeah, I guess they're, uh, they're the pop stars of the comic I guess, book world. I guess colorists are the pop stars of comics. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. They only need the one name. Uh, yeah. co- this is the cover by Mike McCone. There are like eight different covers every issue of Red Sonja. I don't know why. People like their different covers. Yeah, the one I tweeted was cooler. No, not even close. The one you tweeted was actually one of the worst ones. No. Yes, it was. It showed more of her body. It shows an anorexic uh, heroin addict. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I don't judge. Everyone. Judge I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean meth addict. Uh, no, actually, it's more heroin. You're just body shaming her. That's Everyone all. has a type. Just saying. I'm not into anorexic heroin addicts. So body shamer now now you know a big beautiful heroin addict there there we go so <laughs> this, i don't i don't think this, this podcast good. got way off the rails so i want to say amy chu who is the main writer is fantastic Ooh. she writes a female character who is confident who she is is tough without being bitchy is Deals with adversity, deals with everyone as equals if they deserve it, and if they don't, and if they prove they don't deserve it, no longer does. Um, this version of Red Sonia I've really, really liked. Uh, my only issue with the previous 12 issues, I only have like one minor issue, and minor to moderate. Basically, the first few issues, she gets sucked through a time portal and ends up in the modern age. Which ah, is great. That's always, that's always hackery. Right. That's always great for like an issue or two. But it went on like 10 issues, which okay, is too well, long. That, that means she brought back like an AK-47 and is now ruling the planet, right? No. Uh, basically, she went back. She went to the future. Um, and actually, the way it was written did not actually follow the usual I'm the barbarian in the future tropes. Where, oh, now I get big gun or anything like that. Or, ah, ha, ha, you know. She learns. She's smart. She starts picking up the language. Because Restonia, much like how Conan's written in the novels, unlike the movies, mm-hmm. is very smart. And adapts sure. quickly. That's why she's still alive. You know. 
Um, well, there, there was the '80s movie Red Sonia that I that that actually uh, had a cameo, not a cameo. But, yeah, Conan had a cameo. Well, yeah, not Conan, but Arnold Schwarzenegger. As... Arnold Schwarzenegger had a cameo as what well, who you believe you, is Conan. Right. They never say it. It's right. pretty much it's pretty much Conan. Yeah, it's pretty much given that he was Conan, and she she was smart. Right. But yeah. so in that uh, part of the story. The reason she ended up there is because when they were trying to kill Kulin Gath, the super evil necromancer wizard, um, he ended up opening a time portal to try and you know escape, but all a bunch of other stuff went on, and he ended up poofing. Poofing? Yes. Well, everyone like everything around him poofed into the into the future, but oh, at different okay. points. Oh. Okay. So the storyline actually was. Red Sonia starts like it's just a t- at first it's a typical oh no there's a crazy one in a metal bikini chopping up a mugger in New York you know that kind of thing that but, happens right actually pretty much would pretty quick someone dressed like that on the streets New York middle of the night bad part of town You're gonna have to hack somebody yeah she ends up hacking people up pretty quick yeah um but I won't get to tell you all the particulars but Amy Chu actually takes it from there and actually gets really interesting afterward of how there's, like, Hyborian artifacts in museums in this world mm-hmm. because of they got thrown through time. Sure. And also, Cooling Gath, the necromancer, got put into the world in the 1940s. Oops. So he ended up becoming a titan of industry. Sure. And now he's super old, but he's always super old. And... He is like a mega millionaire. So all this neat stuff going on there. It, it actually ended up being a very pretty tight story going on. Uh, there's some stuff there. There's some on the road stuff with her making friends. It actually did a really good job with all that. And then she ended up, by finding other people, she had magic abilities who also were sucked through the time portal. Because mm-hmm. um, where it happened was a city of magic users. So you know, we should explain for that. Yeah. Uh, she ends up being able to get back to her own time, and in the last couple issues, the last issue, they finally caught back up to Cool and Gath in the past, in the Hyborian Age, and killed him. And they think forever. They think he's finally dead. No, oh, he's a time traveler now. He's never finally dead. Well, he's not really a time traveler. He accidentally did that. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. You know, you, but, you, you now exist at two different points in the timeline simultaneously. You're you're immortal, basically, uh, as far as comics go. Yeah, true, true, true. But it can always bring you back now. Well, also, he has a super evil amulet. Well, Which, if you, you touch know, it, it mag- kind of turns you into him. So magic amulets and that there can't you go. that can't be destroyed. Wah, wah. it's it's comic herpes. But like oh, this issue, back. they actually finally this is the issue where they finally Cooling Gaff's final plan is about to come to fruition, and they band together. They finally beat him. There's some great sword fighting scenes. Lots of blah, not a lot, but a good amount of blood and guts. Some great action. You get to see all these characters. Uh, some really minor characters too come to like their journeys coming to an end and they, they come actualized, I guess they start, you know, realizing, Oh, there's more to life than what I was thinking of, or, Oh, I actually can do. It's a really great scene that she pulls together, closing off all the, pretty much all the previous plot lines. Okay. Uh, the gut, um, people end up back where they're supposed to be. Evil's punished, but then it doesn't do the easy yay, huzzah, and Sonya goes to her next adventure. You know, it's actually deals with, okay, now we got to clean up this mess. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of fighting going on here, and a lot of crazy demon soldiers, and 
And it's not all... It's interesting at the end, like, how AB2 actually takes the the hard choices and shows these people trying to rebuild. And there's some comments in there about how things will never be like they were before Gath took over. And I like that. It shows consequences for actions. Um, Redstonia has growth through these first 16 issues. Or if you're like, hey, don't you want to be back to the future? It's like, well, it was convenient, and I'll miss having cold beer. That was nice. But this is where I'm from. This is who I am. I wouldn't, I'd be out of place there my whole life. But she actually has grown a bit as a person from her previous, ah, blood, blood, blood. As she was showing earlier, she was like, you know, maybe I need to think things out a little more than I was before. Take a little more strategy in my actions. Because I've seen the future and, you know, everything's very different. It's, it's, so I do like that. Um, great art. Carlos Gomez knocks it out of the park. Uh, there are, I mean, every panel is interesting. Uh, characters are always on model, and they look like people, not weird cartoon characters. Uh, he, uh, he actually uses a lot of uh, non-perfect body types. Uh, like, one of the main characters who's on her side is a wizard um, who she met in the future who was actually from the highborn age but got stuck through the portal but he basically he uh, managed to adapt in society and found got a job as a uh, history professor specialized sure. in the highborn age because he was a wizard in that age so uh, hey makes sense yep so and he's like a older chubby guy with balding hair but hey he looks like an older chubby guy with balding hair in every panel he's never like done super buff you know drawn well I just can't say enough good things about that the uh, so yeah uh, final I liked how this wrapped up the, all the first major story arc of Red Sonia it gives a few inklings of things that might happen in the future with the a uh, very uh, I just forgot the guy the name of the guy who wrote Conan I just feel terrible about that anyway but it very much was like in the original Conan novels, there would always be something about in the darkness, people should never tamper with magic. But there's always someone willing, you know, and they have one of those where at the end someone's stealing cooling gas amulet, you know. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's, it's like the the end of uh, the uh, uh, 80s uh, Flash Gordon where, you know, someone someone picks up Ming's ring at the end. Yeah. It's like the end question mark. You know, like, like that. <laughs> except that was the end. Um, yeah, except that was the end. It shouldn't have been. It was an awesome movie. I love it. You know the uh, you know, the guy who starred in that film actually sued the the uh, movie studio because he had signed a contract for like a three movie deal. So they were he was suing them because like you guys have to make two more movies. Mm-hmm. We have a deal, and uh, he lost obviously because mm-hmm. <laughs> they were basically able to say no. If we want to make more, you have to show up. Not the other way around. If you show up, we don't have to make a movie around you. That's not that's not how it worked. But it was such a good movie. For well, it was it was a comic movie. It was a you know it was it was a comic book movie. And it was an awesome comic book movie. All right, so Red Sonia. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead I give four stars to you for issue sixteen. Really liked it. it. Great sum up. Great art. Every page has sings with action and dynamic art. And I just love how this series has been so far. It's a little cheesecakey, you know. It is a girl who in a metal bikini, 
Not all the time, but most of the time. I'm not going to deny that. But it is just a really fantastic series. And Amy Chu gives Sonya more character than I've seen her have in a lot of other books. So, And it still remains true to have the original books. Ron Howard. Not Ron Howard. Ah! I'm looking that up. All right. Well, you look that up. I'm going to... I'm looking... I'm going to go for a sec. Ah, who wrote Conan the Barbarian? Uh, something with Howard. Robert E. Howard. I was close, Ron Howard. Robert Howard. Robert E. Howard. Yeah. Anyway, next. The Man of Steel, issue number two. Written by Brian Michael Bendis. Art. For pages 1 through 13, it's Doc Shaner. For 16 through 24, it's Steve Rude. For four pages 14 and 15, it's Jay Fabok. Color to Alex Sinclair. Cover by Ivan Rice, Joe Prado, Alex Sinclair. Anytime you get that many artists on one book, you got problems. Just saying. It's never good. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis has moved to DC from Marvel. It was kind of a big deal. At least according to DC it was, because for months they had full two-page ads. Bendis is coming! And he's here now. He's taken over the Superman franchise, and apparently they've given him carte blanche. He could do whatever he wants. He is retconning history. He doesn't give a crap. He, You like how Superman and Lois Lane have been in a stable relationship for years and have a son? That's gone, buddy. Oh, they still got a son. He's still around, but now they're, like, separated or divorced or something. And everyone wonders why, but he's not going to tell you why, so it's a mystery. No, it's not a mystery. It's annoying. To off-panel the end of their relationship is stupid. Okay? It really is. And then just have everyone at the Daily Planet kind of talking, well, what's going on with that? I don't know. It's annoying as hell. And apparently she left the Daily Planet because everyone's asking for her office. I just... I don't like it. And there better be a damn good reason for it. The uh, And also, this Man of Steel series has given a lot of backstory to... Not a lot, but... Some backstory to a new character. Uh, Mr. Rog. That's not his new name. But who... Uh, Razzle Throg, Razzle Zog. Whatever his dumb name is. Um, Rogel Czar. Uh, who went to... Ezra has a drink while he hangs out with Batman late weekends. He comes with spelling of weed and pretty internal monologues. So, Tom King's not writing this, Duncan. So, basically, there's this dude who looks like Doomsday, except more of a badass, who thousands of years ago went to, like, the great entity powers of the DC Universe, like the blue guy who runs the Green Lantern Corps and all sorts of other people. And he said to them, hey, hey, like, we got this deal, right, where I kill all the bad guys. So tell you what, I need to go and kill everyone on Krypton because they're evil. And they, the masters of the universe basically said, yeah, the Kryptonians are peaceful. And they're like scientists and stuff. So don't kill them all. He's like, no, no, dude, the Kryptonians are totally evil. They're doing lots of evil crap. And so I need to kill all of them. And you need to let me. They're like, 
Yeah, nah. Nah, nah, brah. So, don't kill everyone on Krypton. Okay? And the dude's like, ah, but come on. You know what? We had a deal. You guys are pissing me off. Screw you guys. They're like, sorry, man, but, you know, we don't see a reason. Don't, don't kill everyone on Krypton. Uh, fun clip, the Sky Show song from Reflection. Ooh, thank you, Heathen Dog. It is catchy. They, they wrote a good song. It is catchy. I understand why. So, okay, sorry, go ahead. Basically, Krypton goes and his core explodes. Sure. And, that's what it does. And then the master of the universe, who's a uh, uh, sector of space Krypton was in, basically shows up and is like, yo, 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 other master of the universe blue guy, where's the Green Lantern core and stuff? Krypton blew up. That ain't cool. That doesn't make any damn sense. How's a planet blow up? And Blue Guy runs into Green Lantern Corps is like, stuff happens, man. Planets blow up. He's like, where the hell were the Green Lanterns when my planet blew up? And he's all, Green Lanterns are really busy. It's a big, space is big. It's like really big. Yeah, there's thousands of them, one for each sector. Where was the one for my sector? <laughs> that face, the other face like, whoa. No, you don't get it. A planet blew up. Its core imploded. That doesn't happen. Like really fast. The Green Lanterns, all of them were like mysteriously nowhere the hell near that. So I don't know why the hell you. I think that Rogel's at uh, what's the dude's name? Rosgul, Rogel, Blabble, Robble, Robble. I think Rogelzar did it, and you need to do something about that. And Blue Guy says, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right let's think about this. If Rogel." The legendary creature of war, who is bathed in the blood of millions of souls to fight for what he believes in, if he took it upon himself to betray the galactic circle and his swore and his swore who he has sworn to serve and protect, if he went behind our backs and rid the universe of an entire species, what do you think he'll do to you and your forty star systems if you keep going after this line of inquiry? Oh, that's that smells of a cover-up. <laughs> it is. Oh no, that's a blatant cover-up. And the guy who sits with this is kind of thinks about it. And goes, I was busy anyway. And he was. <laughs> that's not his exact line. It was basically one of those. You know, you're right. It's like, it's like I left the stove on. <laughs> I think like, I hear my mother calling. I forgot to deal with someone who could kill all of Krypton because he felt like it and is willing to go against the guys who run the galaxy and we're all actually afraid of him. I forgot that for a sec. Because if I do prove he did it, then we got to do something about it. And no one wants to do that. Yeah, just like, <laughs> uh, let's, let's let this one go. Um, and basically, Rogel has disappeared. He's gone, right? No, no, he's not disappearing. He's just laying low. Pretty much. Basically, he's, he's done with Galactic Circle, and they're not killing Krypton because he knows they're turning evil. And honestly, from every ancillary thing you read about Krypton, he was probably right. If you've ever read the like the the World of Krypton comics, there was some messed up crap happening there. Like they're all clones of each other and stupid crap. Like it, yeah. Krypton was yeah. a messed up place that needed to go. I'm kind of on Rogel's well, side. I, here. I don't know about messed up place that needed to go, but it needed some change. Definitely. They thought. And uh, right, the, right, the House right. of L, you know. Okay, never mind. House of L was like was the outlier. They were the anomaly. The normal for Krypton was Zod. Okay, that was Krypton mm. normal. Zod Light. Zod was Krypton normal. Yeah. Of course it has to be Zod Light. They all thought Zod was awesome because he's what they wanted to be. Except the house to L, who everyone hated. 
Think about this. The peaceful scientist dude's like, whatever, House of El, no one's listening to you. <gasps> oh, Zod, tell us again about Galactic Conquest. <laughs> Can we all wear black uniforms? Oh, Zod. Yeah, see? See, but anyway, but that's kind of a backstory. But in this issue, Superman fights Toy Man. And it's like, why, why, why are you even coming here? Why are you even... It doesn't even make any sense. I'm Superman. Why are you, why are you bothering me? Yeah, you're you're Toy Man. I'm Superman. Go 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 find Green Arrow or something. Right. I don't want to deal with you. Um, there's also some stuff with like Green Lantern coming to like, hey, what? I know you've been not too busy lately. Things are going on. Hey, I know you're kind of, I kind of out of sorts. We're worried about you. Why don't you come have dinner with us? You know, in the league and like, or just me. You know, we'll hang out. It's like, ah, you know, I'm busy. You know, everything's okay. So Superman's just being a jerk to all of his friends. Uh, he's no longer with his wife for some reason. Hmm. Uh, like they're separate or something, which I get. And why do people have to ruin this? Yeah, and it looks like it might be related to Rogel's axe or Brainiac or something. But while it, some crap is happening, there's like some celebration happening in some bar, right? Well, there's some intergalactic space bar. Ambush Bug is there or something like that. Sure. Um, and this mysterious stranger is getting a drink at the bar. And the bartender's like, oh, it's you. It's at that time of year already. He's like, yes. Time for your annual drink? Yes. As I remember. You know, basically, two fallen warriors, blah, blah, blah. Right? And then he's looking around. He's like, wait. What, what's, what's, what's that person wearing? He's like, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it only made it for him. That looks. Yeah, because the, because, uh, the count of who was here. What do, you, what do you mean by that? Well, Superman is here. What's a what's a Superman? Uh, it's like it's a, it's a good guy stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like that 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 that's a Kryptonian symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kryptonian. Yeah, he's the last son of Superman. the last son of Krypton. Escaped as a baby. He's like, oh. And it's Rogel who now is pissed that there's a, a Kryptonian alive. Apparently he doesn't know. About yeah, Supergirl. but it's a Kryptonian who's with a yellow sun, so you know your argument's invalid. Well. Rogel can apparently know, doesn't know that yet. Apparently, Rogel collapsed a planet's core on himself because he could. Well, yeah. Well, Superman, you know, held up tectonic plates, so shut up. He did actually, but yes. so they're trying to set up some big showdown thing apparently with some bad guy who looks a lot like Doomsday and came out of nowhere, but apparently was responsible for killing Krypton. But if you know a lot about Krypton, you should probably give him a big thank you. But he needs to leave Soups alone because Soups is cool. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting storyline. Yeah, I just find it hard to get into because I don't like how many things he's changed. Right, right. And it's it's so apparently early in the in the storyline itself that it's hard to say where it's going to go or how it's going to be, you know, weird or how it can yeah. be bad or how it can be good. I just I'm not feeling it. And honestly, the art shifts 3 times pretty heavily in the book. Well, yeah, there's three, what, three right, three artists? Yeah, so there's three artists. Shift yeah. yeah, it shifts, and it sucks. Wait, one guy only did two pages? Yes. But Why was he there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, All right. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Fine, fine. But I will say those two pages are fantastic. I mean, they obviously was worth it. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I don't get it. I don't know. Anytime you see multiple artists on a book, you need to get worried. Yes. Unless it's like a, 
annual. Wait, it's like a 1, if it's a hundred twenty page anthology. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's it's a you know right. hundred page book. Then you're like, oh, if you got a twenty four yeah. page book and it's a six issue miniseries and they're swapping artists this fast, you got problems. And this is I supposed to be setting up where all the Superman titles are going. Right now, I don't like the setup at all. I don't like being able to take the natural tragedy that happened to Krypton that defined Superman's life, that his parent basically, it took it from an uns- a force of nature his parents tried to warn everyone about and did everything they could and took the last ray of hope they could and sent their son out into the, into the unprotected, into the universe. It takes from that tragic story to yep. this man murdered my whole race, this one person, so I will now have vengeance upon him, which looks like what's going to happen, which is dumb. Yeah. Or this guy's no, so it, obsessed with killing Kryptonians, it's like one got away, oh, and I mean, and everyone sees he's a hero. Well, he's still got to die. I got a job yeah. to freaking do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? No, and not only that, it's not only that. I mean, yes, that is super bad. It's, it's, it's super bad that they're doing that, but they're also uh, – just like in the movies, in the in the current day movies, they're Martha. they're making Superman just like you, you know. Oh, marital problems. Oh, you know, no. Superman is supposed to be an ideal, right? Right. You and also, get they maybe they're separate because he's trying to protect her. But you know what? That argument came up previously, and Lois said, "You know, you can screw that because I don't need that protection." Exactly. Lois and is I, a big girl. Yeah, she, she is. It. Lois is dangerous. Yes, she's so, no joke. Lois is not the Marco Kidder character of the original Superman movie. Lois no. is a dangerous woman. Yes. Yeah, Superman should not equal Batman. Absolutely. No. Ab- and de- he's being not. he's being a little too droopy drawers, a little too grown. Oh, things are kind of sad for me right now. No, yeah, bull yeah, crap. No, no, no. Everyone's Definitely. allowed to have an off day. But this is just too much for me. It's just... <sighs> there are interesting plot elements going on. There's some decent writing. The art's the art, even though it swaps three times, isn't bad. It's never bad. Yeah, good, good. The overall theme is the problem. Right. I had issues overall theme. Uh, if someone wanted to say, "Oh man, I want to get into," I, I heard they have a whole new writer and he's like really famous and stuff, and and they have a whole, and they're interested. Well, should I really get mad at you? I'd say no. I'd like wait it out. I'd wait till National Superman titles launch because I this isn't how I would want people introduced to Superman at all. This is not it. If DC is trying to use this to introduce people to Superman, it's it's a bad first impression. It really is. So, right. what do you got? Two stars. Wow. All right. I mean, I could give it two and a half, but I like I said, a two and a half book, I could say, eh. This one, I would yeah, say, I cannot recommend with, it. Yeah, yeah. With with the overall theme of this thing being so contrary to Superman. Right. Know, as a as a as a because it's supposed to be a reintroduction of Superman. Yeah. And to me, it does not feel yeah. like Superman. This is, it's kind of like I can't recommend anyone go watch the Man of Steel, the movie. No, no, that'd be. It doesn't feel like Superman. No. Duncan says sounds too. Yeah, that's it's. <sighs> yeah, I mean, really... uh, in in Man of Steel, uh, you see him be a murderer. And, right. Uh, Which should never happen. Yeah. It's Superman. Exactly. In, in Superman are... Two, you see him be a deadbeat dad. You know, like. No, again. Oh, do you mean uh, Superman? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was no. The the only excuse for that one is supposedly he didn't know, and I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know why? 
it, it, the 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 writer and director said it it happened uh directly after superman 2 right and at the end of superman 2 he said i was gone i'm sorry i'll never do it again right and then he runs off again which is idiotic but the but he didn't if he did get lois pregnant while he was depowered yes well as soon as he powered up shouldn't he be able to well also if he was depowered have the kid have powers but let's say he well, did it after powering genetically, up. Genetically, you know, he, he was depowered, so he didn't, like, shotgun blast her. But, uh, you know, he's still half Kryptonian, so genetically, ah, what, sure. once he reaches a certain age, or maybe the de- will... Well, then maybe the depowering just, like, bathe him, super saturate him with red sun, so he was going to repower up eventually anyway. Maybe, but it, that wasn't clear. Right, that was never, they did show a lot of red light. It was never clear, yeah, though. They, they, they did show a lot of red light, but it, they, they did show, you know... Like weird uh, they did say that he, you know, these powers will never come back, blah blah right, blah, stuff right. like that. Actually, you know. Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so all right, let's just say that is possible. When he powered up, he could have, he sh- would have looked at her and go, "Oh, damn!" He would have known. Well, he doesn't look through people like just for funsies, you know. He can't help He's not it. Not that actually. guy. Well, even then, he would have X-ray visioned eventually and said, "Oh." Damn, he well, would have. Yeah, but he left two within, weeks later, so within, I get it. Within, I get it. Within days, he would have heard a second heartbeat from Lois. That is not true. There, yes, it uh, is. No, no, there, there's no heartbeat in days. It's still a zygote. There's Let's no look it up. Let's look it up. Go ahead, have fun. I'm looking at right now. Science. How quickly? Duh. All right. Well, let's look at when does a fetus have a heartbeat? Boom. When does Do a? It. I'm gonna win this one. Fetus. Have a heartbeat. All right. Do-ba-do. We're looking it up. All right. Eight weeks. Boom. Okay. Gone by then. Eight weeks. So, yeah. So, if he knocked her up and bailed on week four. No, it was actually week two. As yeah. you said in the thing. It was two weeks, out, two okay. weeks later. All right. His mom and dad's top Duncan. So, all right. So, you're right. All right. So, no heartbeat. And let's say he didn't x-ray vision her. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, how many, how many x-rays... Vision can you get without getting damaged? Well, X-ray vision <laughs> doesn't use X-rays. Know I know. I'm just. But I, I know. It. I get the joke. But the. All right. Let's say that didn't happen. Okay. Reasonable. Reasonable. Even then, he should. Actually, actually, you should probably switch this to RNG because this is what this is now. No, worse than Super <laughs> Oh. Okay. But even within. Uh, he within coming back, that kid's always sick. I would have got. Oh gosh, Lois's kid is always sick. I would have actually visioned the kid just to see if I could maybe see something I could help with, you know. And I would have gone. Oh crap, that kid's Kryptonian. Well, he can't X-ray himself. That kid has a. Yeah, he can. No, because his his body is is. Then guess what? He couldn't do it his own son then. Or he said, "Oh hell, that kid's got a super dyspraxia structure." There you go. Like, like, oh no, no, he'd be, he, he, you know, he would try X-ray the kid and go, "That's kind of fuzzy. Why is it so fuzzy?" Yeah, he would have figured out pretty quick there's yeah. something with that kid. Yeah, should have. Yeah. And he should have been able to hear the kid was totally faking being ill. Well, no, no, no. I mean, uh, in in a lot of the in a lot of the lore, uh, um, when uh, when when Clark was a kid, uh, he, there there was a point where in the original movies he what he wasn't sick. He was still super strong even as a baby. But there's there's other lore where he was, uh, where his his body was in transition and it yeah, was yeah, weird yeah. until he yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah, no yeah. no it's all, all that yeah it goes back and forth so so uh, anyway I'll, I'll give it. anyway you know, that I'll... movie was mess was messed up it was a bad film yeah. 
It was a bad film. You're right. No, I'm, I'm not. I, I no was, one. No one's gonna. Well, says I actually really liked the actor as Superman. No, I didn't. I did. He did a great Christopher Reeve. Uh, I don't. But the movie was terrible. He, he, he was too. He was too boyish looking. I liked it, but I uh, thought he was too young for how old he, he should have been. Yes. If it's yes, continued Superman two, he was way too damn young. Older, they should have just rebooted the damn series. Man of Steel. He looked too boyish. He didn't fit the part. When 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 Christopher Reeve did it, he looked like in, a man. Uh, what seventy eight, seventy nine? Yeah, seventy eight. Yeah, 78, yeah. He, he looked like a man. Yeah. I mean, a young man, but still a man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Christopher jacked though. He's he's like, damn, that guy works out. Mm. Superman doesn't need to be that buff. He doesn't need to be. No. Nope. You know why? Superman. Yeah. All right. Thanks for, Garth- for watching Garthon's comic poll. Hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, apparently Garthon hates comics. If you want more, <laughs> watch my team ups uh, playing Star Trek Online, Secret World Legends. Well, now we're doing Warframe uh, with Heathen Dog. Watch those on YouTube. You also watch live as we play on Sunday and Thursday nights, respectively. Check our schedule. Yep. Uh, and also check out my past streams that are on YouTube, past comic polls, and especially Banner Saga that went from the beginning to end. That's awesome. Yeah, that was good. That was and it was a good. It was, was a weird. good game, unlike War Machine I, Tactics. I can't bring myself. Oh, that hurt my feelings so bad. I can't bring myself to play Banner Saga two though. That game for first was was rough on me. Yeah, it was it was emotional. It was emotional. Yes. Everyone, oh jeez, great game. So. Thank you for hope you enjoyed it. As always, like, subscribe, or comment. Let me know what you think. If you have any books you think I should be reading, let me know. And we will find out. All right. Thank you, everyone. Sweet. RNG. What random yes. thing are we thinking about this week? Well, we are going to talk about Star Trek Online. Victory is life. Yes, the new, the fourth expansion, the newest expansion for Star Trek Online, the long-running video game, which actually is a lot MMO, has lasted longer than a lot of people thought it would. Yes. Um, it has had... Well, a, it, it's changed a lot since its first... It uh, needed it first to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it needed but yeah, to it's... Uh, the new expansion opens up the Gamma Quadrant. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not or huge, the Delta but Quadrant. Gamma Quadrant. It opens up the Gamma Quadrant, quadrant. Yeah, it's, it's and gamma quadrant. Yeah. you are able to play a member of the Foundation. Which is neat. Uh, Dominion. Right. Dominion. Yeah. The, the founders uh, you, of the Dominion. Well, but no, you can't you play can a play founder. founder. Yeah, you have you, to. You play a Jem Hadar. A Jem Hadar. Yes. And the cool thing is, you start off at the old level cap, which was sixty. Now right. the new level cap is sixty-five. Oh my God! It's so hard. No. No. You. Uh, it's if, like if you play on it at least advanced. Uh, yeah, you get a level of mission. You get a level of mission exactly. You know. Yeah. Uh, you you will uh, you will hit the new level cap pretty soon. Yeah. And starting off at level sixty. Uh, is great, especially if you want to go to the new contact, the uh, new content. That's awesome. It's great. I love the Foundation series, Duncan. Yeah, Isaac yeah. Asimov. Yeah. And uh, being a Gem Hadar is pretty cool. I mean, you get the you get the shroud effect. You can you know like cloak on the ground and stuff, and it's great. And and you, you get a free uh, you get a free uh, ship. You know that's a that's a tier six equivalent type ship. It's yep. awesome. Okay, great. You know, kudos. It's great. Uh, you don't. You don't get all of the flavor of going from level one to level sixty-five that you do with the other. But stuff. consider you're playing a Gem Hadar, and they basically become super soldiers within what two weeks, three weeks? They would yeah, get yeah. to two, adulthood. Two weeks, I think it is. Yeah. And all for, the soldier skills people. are genetically imprinted on them. That makes sense yeah. that you start at level yeah. sixty. So you start at level sixty. Yeah, it makes perfect sense because they're genetically engineered to have that you know memory 
of being you know perfect soldiers. So I get it. Yeah, it, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty smart. I do wish yeah. that you could play as a as a changeling or as a Vorta. I understand maybe why that's you can't. In the future. Maybe. Or a Cardassian. I'd love to play as a Cardassian. You, you would love to play a Spoonhead. I am not about that. I think it'd be. I would like to see playable Cardassians in the game. Even if they're not a faction, you know, say they're temporarily team them up with the freaking Klingons, you know. Dunny says his, his Jimmy name is Tardigradio. Tardigradio. Oh, oh gosh, but I heard I thought it was a joke when he found out that Ketrasol White is made from. Playable Cardassians were at were added when, when, when. You gotta buy them. Oh, you have to buy them. Yeah, you probably have to buy them. But uh, what I liked and what I didn't like about the Victor's Life expansion, what I liked, um, it uh, you can say it's an actual expansion. Oh, this expansion. All right, thanks, Tony. Okay, good. Uh, because it hit it hit all of the areas of Star Trek Online. It uh, and they uh, got got new PVE cues. It, it got new episode content. It got new ships. It got new characters, uh, playable characters. Uh, they revamped Deep Space Nine. Yes, they, they and they they revamped uh, old maps yep. to, to to match uh, lore. You know, it 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 changed everything in at least a small way. So yes, you can call it an expansion, definitely. Yeah. Uh, which I you know I like that a lot. Um, right. It's it's more like a mini expansion though because it doesn't have. It doesn't have a lot of new episodes. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of new places to no. go. It doesn't have no. a lot of new missions. So it's, I mean, it's free. They're not making you pay for the expansion. Exactly. So, so if they were saying, hey, 30 bucks a new expansion, I'd want a lot more. But you know what? Exactly. You get a lot of stuff for free. The voice talent they brought back is almost the entire cast of View Space Nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only one is uh, uh, Cisco. Well, Jake, Cisco, O'Brien. Yep. You know, there are some key components missing I would yep. have loved to have seen. There are, yeah, well, but, no, Cisco, I don't really care about. I don't, I don't care about Jake and Cisco. O'Brien so would have been cool. O'Brien would have been awesome. Actually, I would like to see Jake. Why not? Really? Yeah, Jake was actually a decent character. Jake, the writer? Why not? Uh, Why not? Pass. You can just have him there, you know, hanging out or something. Pass. No. He could be starting a baseball team. You could have a mission starting a baseball team. Just saying. No. No. My team would be the Xanarchid Abes. Anyway. Uh, what um, I didn't like about the expansion. Quark is uh, there. He's awesome. Yes, Quark is there, but his... Uh, oh, speaking of... And Quark. he has a Frankie scream. Uh, yeah, he has a Franker scream. That's nice, but uh, the uh, they 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 gave a greater detail to the cutscenes than they did before. You know, the, they're 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 much more on model. Oh they, yeah, than definitely. They were, than they were earlier, but he, the Ferengi teeth—they still have a big problem yeah, with. Yeah, Quark's it mouth looks Quark's mouth looks especially weird. Yes, especially Quark. That's what that's why you reminded me. Uh, Quark's mouth is a jagged mess. A I wouldn't mess. quite say that, but it looks like his Ugh. lips are a little too low for his teeth. Not great. Not and great. I've actually, playing through his missions on this expansion has gotten me wild. I've actually gone back sort of watching yes, you did. Deep you Space did. Nine because uh, Heather Dog and I had a discussion about the revamped Deep Space Nine. It's like, it's a lot more cramped now. It's like, he's like, it's too small. Like, I think it's actually, they say it's actually accurate. No, no, the, the promenade hallways, in my opinion, are too right. small. But you know what? I actually went and started watching him. And those are actually the right size for his hallways by showing like two people side by side walking. Those are actually the right size. Uh, they are. Just because the camera was always, you know, 
far away through the you know fourth wall it looked bigger mm. but no those actually aren't very big hallways all right fine all right but uh, uh oh man did i forget what I, uh what duck says the greater details attributable to one of the new guys and team being an overachiever no new tech was added to the game for the animations yeah this guy just really their new animation guy is just insane yeah yeah, he he worked hard on this one, and uh, yeah, the the whole wide-eyed stuff, and, yeah, and, and or, oh my god, shock and shock and awe—you can actually see it in their faces. Oh now. yeah, like the That's scene, like the, there's a scene where like Quark is running from an explosion, yeah, and like his eyes are big. He looks like Armin Schumer, terrified. Exactly running for his life. right. Yeah, uh, like, it's great. When Garrick is talking to you, like the way his head moves and he has like the little yeah, twitch of his eyebrows, eye, his eyes get wide when he's when he's yeah. making point. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Yeah, good. But uh, no, no, what what I what I thought bad about it. Uh, I said that already, the, the whole, you know, Quark T thing, but also the, uh, at level 61, you get a new, uh, tier five ship and it's a, uh, tier five retrofit. So you get a new ship, which is your first free new ship since what level 40. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Something level like 40. And you get a ship with a, with a, with a console, which usually you have to pay for. Yes. So that's good. But it's a T, it's a T five U ship, which means it's an upgradable ship, but you don't get an upgrade token. You still have to buy the upgrade token to get it. At this point, really, a T five U, you should be able to get an upgrade token if you get to level sixty one. You really, I think, you should give that to the people. It's yeah, not a, it's, I it's not I, I can see your point, or maybe give you a. Here's an idea. Want to hear it? Oh, shoot, Maybe shoot. at level like 62, they give you a coupon for a discounted uh, one from the Z store. Like you could buy one for half price. Something. Something. Yeah. You know, oh, a handout. A, yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, like not a handout, but a, a, a reach. You know, like right. hey, halfway. Maybe halfway. Yeah. Okay. Great. I get it. You but know, no, they, they're, 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 here's your T5U ship. But you're but you're getting them to spend money in a way we're like eh, I'll spend half the money for you. To be to be fair though, you can buy those off the uh, exchange. You can, but, but they, they are, are super expensive. They are super expensive. Yeah, you got to grind a lot. Yeah, you save, know, you gotta you gotta work the exchange quite a bit to 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 get that down. Yeah, you gotta so, save your EC yeah. for that one. That's that's not great. And uh, but uh, really, I don't have a lot of negatives. I mean. Uh, uh, for, with with well, what they gave, I would have liked more episode wise. Right, I see. Like sad to say, like the natives are, I want more of it. You know, and that's yeah, most of that is. As yes. negatives go, that's a good one to have, but it's still like, yeah, no, this sucks. That's all I got. I want more of this. I need more. Yes, yes. I mean, you with the, with those six episodes, you really started a story, but. I wanted more of it. You know, I expected more from an expansion. You right. Know, like, I mean, when uh, the Romulan expansion came out, that had... Uh, there was so much. Right. I know, right? There was a ton of new ships, a ton of new quests, oh, yeah. a whole new faction was added. Lots of content. And even if you're not adding a whole new faction, I would have loved at least 15 quests. At least, well, 20. I want 20 quests. I want 20 quests. Well, you want 20 quests, yeah. I do. I mean, everyone wants 20, 30 quests. Five yeah, is too, too few. Six. It's six. Yeah, it's six. Six. Too few too few and they actually and the writers for the quest just every quest is great you know there's no oh i'm just doing a fetch quest no every quest has been great the characters have been on um even characters usually don't care about like bashir uh oh i love bashir (laughs) bashir actually is a character who had a nice development throughout these uh the series he starts out like really like 
call. Do, yeah. Like you need to call the uh, call uh, the people who run personnel. Um. For sexual harassment. Because he's always on, like, every lady. Oh, perhaps we should get a drink, Jadzia. What do you mean, no? That means you want me to try harder, right, Jadzia? All right, he needs to take a freaking hint. Okay? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. You know, she just kind of smiles it off. Like, no, no, no. This guy's good. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's too much. You know, in the 90s, that was too much. That's why I didn't like him. But his character actually wises up. You know. I, I guess yep. it makes sense. Like his character starts off as someone who's actually pretty much never been turned down by a girl because he's good looking and he's super smart and charismatic. He has that fancy accent. So, well, that, it's not exactly fancy. It's the accent of birth, but it's okay. the accent of evil. Everyone knows British guy. <laughs> every, all evil people have British accents. Just saying. It's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Or German. That helps. But the, uh, but he actually like eventually wises up and like starts. Thinking, oh wait, girls are people too. He figures out. Well, I and... I think you know his uh, his growth throughout the series was really due to Miles O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. I mean uh, with his, his interaction with Miles O'Brien. Uh, those episodes are some of my favorites because they're super cool, and they're you know they're they're well done and they're relatable, and you know it's just awesome. Yeah. To to, to see them bounce off each other, yeah. they were really good. Uh, you know, the actors worked really well with 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 each other. Yep. And I would and, love to see O'Brien here. You know, even though yes. he's not on Deep Space Nine anymore, I would love to see him involved somehow. Even yes. if they brought him in as Smiley, you know, his Mirror Universe equivalent. Uh, I'd rather not see that. that but would I would love yeah. to have O'Brien there. Yeah, I would you love know? to have O'Brien there as well. I mean, uh, at the end of DS9, he went to uh, uh, Starfleet Academy to teach engineering. I mean, he could have done that up until now. But now, yeah. now that... Uh, uh, this uh, this new expansion came out, and there's new uh, uh, need for you know, right. I, they somewhat can, of his well, experience. He well, would go back out to DC. Well, they could even if it's just like a mission where all these systems are failing. Only one man is equipped for this, and they call him back. He's like, I didn't want to be man here. Starfleet can actually yeah. you know, fix right. this nonsense. Right. So yeah. I, and it's probably because they couldn't get a deal with the actor. You know, he's like, I'm actually yeah. busy doing other stuff. You know, I don't think he is. I think he's just done. He does other stuff. I think he's just done with this. Could be. I think he's on some other series right now. But uh, uh, Duncan's saying that the 20 for uh, the LOR expansion was achieved by holding episodes through the preceding seasons. Correct me gives episodes over the seasons for more consistent output. Yeah, I know that. I don't want consistent output. I want large output. <laughs> That's the thing. I understand it, but... But I want it now. He was in Layer Cake with Daniel Craig. Who? What's Layer Cake? I don't even heard of that. Gay porn. Gay porn? Oh, uh, no, I'm that. kidding. It's not. Come on now. Come on. Don't say that. <laughs> it sounds don't like it that. could be, though. Uh, layer Cake, 2004. Uh, refers to the layers or levels. And it was business. How it appears to the field. A, good a successful movie. cocaine it's dealer goes through tough assignments from his boss for the eve of his planned early retirement. But, uh... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, but yeah, uh... I've really enjoyed the missions in it. Yes. Um, I... I really like the whole storyline going on where the Dominion are like, Yay, we're friends now! No, wait, we're actually bastards! Uh, yeah. which is great. Well, it was it was no surprise. I mean, 
you know, right, the, the right. division is evil. Right, Everyone you expect the Dominion to be bastards. They do a great job being bastards in this in this yes, storyline. Yes, they do. And and, and oh, Odo is an unsuspecting Nazi through the entire thing. It's so sad. Awesome. Like, yay, I'm in the Dominion now. Don't worry, we've changed. And he's like, well, they haven't. They're all still bastards. What? I haven't made any difference at all. I'm an I'm an ineffectual automaton. No, <laughs> which we all knew he was. He's an ineffectual automaton when it comes to the Dominion. That's exactly what he was. Uh, the only thing he was good at was, uh, you know, not being fooled by by tricks that other people were fooled by. But only if those, those tricks were made by solids. Apparently, <laughs> if, you know, made by other other uh, changelings. Yeah, they get him every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. That's that's his only thing. So so if he engineers the destruction of the founder homeworld and kills all other shapeshifters besides himself, he's Batman. At that point, he's Batman. I'd give a big applause if he killed all the founders. Didn't they have an episode where he's going to like kill everyone in the link and they said, no, no, let's not do that. They could be good. No, no. Uh, the, there was an episode where he made the choice to save them because it's what you know it's the yeah. right thing to do yeah yeah i, I wouldn't have made that choice. i'm not thinking i would have made the choice I either definitely would have gone the other way on that one but then yeah. again you all have the problem then of a evil power vacuum no 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 you have the problem then of a whole bunch of uh jim had our soldiers who are running out of white what are they going to do well uh put a giant fleet in front of the wormhole and like shoot at it you know, every once in a while and problem solved. <laughs> so, but you know uh, what? You, it, all the Jim Hadar running out of white will, won't be a problem after like a couple. Oh weeks. yeah. 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 <laughs> you have a, you have that problem for about six months yeah. and then that problem solves. That itself. problem solves itself. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much that the, the, those dominoes fall and that's it. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot of really sad Vorta. Yeah. You got a lot of Vorta look, look looking for personal assistant jobs. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Little online ads looking to worship versus yeah, new god. Yeah, Craigslist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but that's it. Anyway, but yeah, um, so it's a great expansion. Uh, the voice acting is really, really solid from almost everyone in there. Well, no, that is where I can't say it's great. I don't know. I, mean, I like uh, it. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Eisenberg. Uh, he's the, great. The guy who does Nog. Excellent. Yeah, he's fantastic. Absolutely excellent. Everyone else subpar compared to their performance on the show. Now, a lot of that is understandable. Um, a lot of these people are, you know, are, are used to, used no, I, to doing, uh, I, you know, stage work. I, and... I, I, okay, I'm going to, I will disagree with you on two parts there. How so? I think Quark does really, really good. Yeah. And... Oh my gosh, JG Hertzler, uh, who does the Klingon. Just can't remember his name right now. You know what I'm talking about? The Chancellor Goron. Oh. Is really? Goron? He's still around? Yeah, uh, the guy in the middle of the picture, the Klingon. Oh, no, no, Martok. Yeah, Martok. Who does Martok? He, Goron. Gal- Galron's okay, been dead yeah. for a while. Okay, okay. I, I will give you that. Uh, He's he, fantastic. He does a good job. Yes, yes. I will give you that. But everyone else, 
subpar compared to their performance on the show. Yeah, which I was trying to say is understandable because a lot, a lot of these people are you know used to stage. Yeah, they're used to, to voice you know, acting. Be, yeah, yeah, they're they're not used to voiceover work. I expect which... better out of Combs though. Sorry, uh, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, Wayne oh, right. Brunt. Yeah, 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 he's done. He's I expected done better from him. He should be used to this by now. Yeah, he just sounded like he was phoning it in. It, I exactly. Just... I thought that his performance was subpar as well, which surprised me. What surprised me was that Eisenberg, uh, Nog. Oh yeah, uh, he's great. Was, was just as on. Was just as on. Yeah. As, as uh, as he was on the show, just as on. Which I find awesome. Yeah, he you was. Know, he and, was. And he was great. Of course, Bartok as well. Yeah. But Eisenberg really shone through to me. Yeah. But yeah, everyone else, just a, a lesser comparison, just all the way around. Well, I, I would uh, agree, I, except for Quark. I think Quark Armisherman is really, really I, good. I can't. I can't. I can't say that. I, I, I didn't think so. I did. But that's okay. But the other two, hundred percent, uh, Martok and Nog are just absolutely fantastic. Yes. And I did like. I. I Maybe I just have the fondness for that Frankie make you laugh. You know, he did pretty good. Not great, but he did good. Yeah, he didn't do as well as the show. I, to me, uh, Bashir was really was really weak. Oh, weak, just super weak. Uh, yeah, super weak. So, and uh, I I wish that the his model for for the character yeah, his model could be better. But they're trying to make him look yeah, older. Was but... like the picture you see here. Yeah. I wish it was like that. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's weak. The model is yeah, weak. He, he just have the weakest model of all the characters. Yes, definitely. Now, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the changes in Kira, uh, her, her intonation and her, yeah. her energy, I get because she She's spent a, Kai, you know, right. a decade or two as Kai. I get it. I don't right. fault any of that. Yeah, because she, she lacked, cause especially going back watching U69, she's really lacking that intensity. Yes, she is like an Tessie, but being Kai for so long, yeah, she's got a that tone it down. Yeah, it makes sense. I get it. I get it. But everyone else, no excuse. All no right. Excuse. So, so how many stars would you give this expansion? It's between three and three and a half. I I can't what? choose which way to go. What? No, it's at least four stars. No, I can't do that. Yeah, it is. I can't do right that. right there. It happened. I can't agree with it. Yes, you do. Well, hang on. Guess what? As as a Legion of Myth, you know, halvesies, that means three and a half. All right, then I say five. No, you can't do that. I just did it. No, you. you that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm four out. stars. I'm out. I'm out. I won't miss you. I'm out. I won't miss you. I'm out. I won't miss you. No one will. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching the Garthon Show. All Garthon all the time. Join us next week where Garthon won't be here because I'll be in a different state. Um... Make sure to watch for upcoming things. Aw, Max Leo has no upcoming things. Wah, wah. But Elgarian is awesome. He's doing Shroud of the Avatar Forsaken Virtues Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Central or whenever he feels like it. Uh, to make sure to check out his awesome Shroud of the Avatar links with role players of the Avatar, rpoda.com, and Shroud of the Avatar help, sodahelp.org, the premier sites for all your Shroud of the Avatar needs. Other than, of course, Shroud of the Avatar, because you got to download the game from them. Here's our streaming schedule. Like it. Love it. Memorize it. It's good for you. Every day of the week, we got something streaming for you. No, no, thank you, Bulgarian. 
As always, be sure to like, subscribe, or comment. We appreciate all the our, all of our supporters, all of our fans. Let us say, uh, you could follow, comment along, follow through Twitch at Twitch.tv/LegionOfMyth. You could tweet us at Legion of Myth. You tweet us, we'll tweet you. Everyone will tweet along. Uh, we can make that into a little song. Ooh, that rhymed. I'm a poet and I didn't even realize it. You can watch us on YouTube, watch our past videos, and watch our current streams as we also do stream to YouTube. And join our Discord channel if you so wish. Here's the address. Ooh. Follow us on Amino. Ah, he's back. I missed you. I lied. I lied. I did miss you. <laughs> as always, you can get the audio versions through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. If you want to support Legion of Myth, it's easy. All you need is money and some time. So, you can do so through patreon.com slash Legion of Myth. You don't need money. You just need time. You want to support Legion of Myth? Great. Then throw at us some anime, some comics that you want us to review, that you want us to, to look at and, and, uh, and tell you how it is. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Well, let us, let us, you know, jump in front of that grenade for you. Money's you good to do that. You can also donate through Streamlabs, twitch.streamlabs.com slash Legion of Myth, directly through PayPal, paypal.me slash Legion of Myth, or getting our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends. Terrify your enemies. Attract Arr. love. Or cheering us through Twitch. It's the most easy for some method to do so live on the stream. Thank you everyone so much for following us, for joining us. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, especially those who were chiming in, like Duncan, Elgarian, Valhar was there a bit. We appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our fans and viewers. We appreciate it. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Darnell Anomaly.